What's up, my mammal friends and bird friends, my mammal and avian friends? Did you know that birds are just a kind of dinosaur? And uh, I saw that comment somewhere in one of those mind-blowing facts, and I kind of knew that before. Um, but somebody kind of ruined it by saying, well, yeah, a person is just a fish, which is true, technically, because... Uh, there are like uh, some groups of people, uh, groups of people, all people, groups of fish, like all fish are not like that closely related because there's so many different kinds of fish. And I think all land animals are related to like lungfish and some other kind of fish. So, yeah, but birds and dinosaurs are more closely related to each other than we are to the fish honestly, or they are to us. Although, I'm not sure how that works, right? Because, hmm, now I realize there are gaps in my knowledge of evolution. Because I think that mammals evolved from dinosaurs? Hold on, let me check. Did mammals evolve from... Dinosaurs, the second one. Hmm. Oh, kind of reptiles. So basically, we were a kind of reptile, and dinosaurs were a kind of reptile that evolved into dumb birds. So, okay, so, um, yeah, anyway, hello again. I, I didn't make... An episode yesterday because I realized that even though my life is not that busy, I can't actually <laughs> commit to a daily schedule. It's just too much. Um, I have just too much to do some days. Some days I don't have anything to do and other days I have a lot. So I would try and make it like a weekly thing at least or I'll do it whenever I can. Um, yeah, so Many, many things have happened since I last talked to you, oh, so long ago, a couple of days ago. One, I got a offer to review my, my, my song Night Shift on a blog called R+. So when that's posted, I will put a link somewhere in the my, my website on adamtoddleverton.com. And yeah, and I got an offer. Somebody wanted to publish one of my poems in one of their zines. So, I mean, we'll see. If it's online, I don't mind doing that. It can be that way. And it was Resurrection, which I really am proud of that poem. So I appreciate it. It's always nice to be liked. But it's it's especially good because a lot of people say, well, I like it. I like this. I like this. But when they say, oh, I like this and I want to promote it more, that's a really nice feeling. And the other thing that happened is I have an official YouTube channel as an artist. And I don't have a lot of views at the moment. There's something like... Uh, da, 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 channel analytics, it's loading... There's about 80. I don't need to wait for it to load because I just I just checked recently. So there's about 80, which is 
you know, not bad for zero promotion on my part. So hopefully it spreads the word out there in the universe that, you know, you have, like, I think when you have an official YouTube channel, it's kind of like you're officially an artist. And I did, when did I do that? I didn't do that yesterday. I think the day before yesterday I did uh, my first concert, live concert. I mean, well, concert. I did one song and I did it badly. I think I'm going to be doing that uh, maybe once a month. I have a concert online. I'll have a concert and I'll do some promotion and we'll practice and everything. But yeah, I just keep on filling up my life with things to do, which is good. Another thing that happened is... Um, I don't know how to describe this person. So I think I told on the podcast about, uh, this woman, I, I, maybe I was only in the live performance, but I, my, my song poem, I guess that's how I'll call them. My song poem in the bath during war was written, um, during the war in Kosovo in 1999. And I was in university at the time. And you can go to the YouTube channel and, and check out. <laughs> I can't believe I'm recommending that because it was so bad technically. Because one, I didn't practice very well and I had the camera upside down. And Yeah, but anyway, the story is there. So, uh, And I think I, I, I talked about it on, on this podcast. So I don't want to repeat myself. So, But um, maybe about a month or so earlier, I reached out to an ex-girlfriend of mine because I was going through... I think I still am going through a kind of point in my life where I'm like, oh, what is this all about? What am I doing here? And yeah, so uh, I'm following her on Facebook and she wants to talk a little bit, which is, you know, interesting. We haven't talked in very many years and she doesn't live where we grew up, but she still lives in Canada. But anyway, she found a a duotang i don't even know if that's only a canadian thing because she wrote that word and i was like wow i mean i know what that is but i haven't heard that word in such a long time so a duotang is just basically like a folder where you can put like sheets and like things so she found i guess some <laughs> my poems that i gave to her i guess when we were dating uh, so this must have been in like the early 90s and i'm like oh no don't read it <laughs> don't read it must be really bad and she's like oh no they were bad but mine were really bad so yeah and it's crazy because i i'm sure my poems were really bad but i remember thinking at the time that her poems were really bad and being a little bit of a dick about it honestly and i think it's a little bit What's the word? Um, yeah, I think I think the first thing when you, if you're interested in reading poetry or writing poetry, is that it's very subjective. And there are things that, I think there's different flavors of poetry for everybody, right? And just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's not good. I think that's kind of a realization I came to uh, throughout my life, not just about 
this particular topic about poetry, but about a lot of things. Like sometimes you watch a movie or you listen to music and you think, oh, I don't like this. They have to think, well, do you not like it because of some aesthetic quality? Or do you not like it because you... It's actually not good. Or, I mean, do you not like it because it's directed towards someone who's not you? Like, for example, I don't particularly like romantic comedies. And that sounds really pretentious, but I also don't like really dramatic movies. Like, I just don't like them. I mean, I don't want to watch about the Holocaust or about some something like that I, I would prefer like a movie you know I, I would want, want to watch like a comedy but like even comedies I don't want to watch like you know I have like a certain kind of thing that I like right and it's because of the person I am because of my demographics and all of that so yeah anyway that was a long-winded way of saying everybody's tastes are different we don't all like the same kind of cheese and none of us can even have cheese uh, I mean, some of us can't even have any cheese. Yeah, so uh, the other thing that I was thinking about today is I went to work in the office because I'm doing some training, and there was a person there who's starting, and uh, she has some nice assets, let's say. <laughs> Uh, and I think her personality is nice. She's funny. But the thing about that is like how she's younger than I am. And I kind of think about dating now in the mid 40s is it's like I feel that if I were economically more successful in my life, I would have every right to date younger women but i feel because i am not economically successful in my life that i don't have the right to date younger women and i think that's some weird thing that capitalism has taught me because i was thinking about it like i'm not sure i will ask this person out or not because apart from my age and my financial situation, there are other thing reasons that I might not be ready to date somebody. Like none of my relationships have been that successful, but, but apart from that, I was thinking like, if I, you know, if I say I was ready to date a person and I don't know how old she is, maybe she's like 25, 20, 23, 24, 25, something like that. She's in her twenties. Right. So, I probably have, on average, maybe about 40 years left, let's say. 40 years, optimistically, I have left on this planet. Hopefully much longer, but that'll be like 85 years. So I'll be 85 years old when I, when I go. So that means if we started dating now, 40 years of somebody's life is a long time, right? But I think the other part about dating like older and younger dating. It's not just like the whole ugly capitalism thing of it or sexist thing because like, why can't women date people who are younger? I think the other part about it is all about reproduction. And I have done that 
before and you know it's given me some satisfaction i have great relationships with my children you know i i think they're kind of proud of me maybe they're not proud of some things i'm sure but they like me they they respect me they love me they 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 want to know my opinions about things and you know so i have that part of my life and i think when you're dating somebody much younger than you it kind of gets to the point where you know like let's say that they don't want to have kids if they're 25 what happens if they change their mind in five years because i can't find like it takes me five years to find somebody so i can't have like a relationship that lasts five years I know that sounds like a long time for people, you know, relationship wise, but you know, my last relationship lasted about 13. No, not even, no, maybe not so long actually. Cause I always think, you know, I take my daughter's age and I add one, but my, my ex and I, we broke up <laughs> like three years ago. So it should be like 11 years. It was only 11 years. So anyway, I got a little bit distracted, but you know what I mean? So I think, and, and, and maybe that's why people or society thinks it's not fair the other way around when the woman is older, like you're, you're preventing the, the guy from having kids. So I don't know. I think so like that, that that's the big thing and why am i thinking about this you could say well adam why don't you just date people your age it's like i don't want to <laughs> you know i don't want to date people my age people my age are horrible i mean horrible horrible, horrible. i'm horrible <laughs> you know um, like i just think that uh people my age in poland and not just in Poland, but I'm sure if I was in Canada too, people my age ha grew up in a certain kind of world that doesn't exist anymore. And we have a lot of beliefs that I think are old fashioned and antiquated, like about relationships, about sex, about a lot of different things. So, so if I date somebody with that, my, I don't want to date somebody with the same baggage as I have. I should date somebody with complimentary baggage, right? That's one thing. And so different problems to mine, like, oh, you have this problem. I have this problem. Oh, wow. Wow. That's interesting. I never imagined it like that. And so the other problem is, uh, what is the other problem, Adam? <laughs> oh yeah. The other problem is just like people my age, like, uh, I'm not super attractive and I never was super attractive. I think like, I don't mind the way that I look in the mirror. I'm not one of those people who was scared to look in the mirror, but if I look at myself objectively, I look worse than I did when I was younger. I'm not like one of those kind of people like Sean Connery who gets better looking with age. No, no, that's not me. And you know, I wasn't like I have, this girlfriend that I mentioned, ex-girlfriend. So I have a cousin. He's exactly the same age I am. And when this girlfriend and I were dating, it was my first girlfriend. You could say like even my first real love. 
And she met my cousin and she said, wow, he looks exactly like Brad Pitt. And then he left. And I'm like, oh, because <laughs> she didn't say that I look like Brad Pitt. So I've never been, you know, a 10 out of 10, maybe 7 out of 10 in the right light with a good haircut and all of that stuff. But, you know, with age, that number has not gone up. So I'm not saying that I am any prize, but women my age, also, it's a incredibly rare in Poland, where I live, that a woman uh, my age I find attractive. And maybe that's just biology. I mean, they are, they are out there, but then it's like they are like a different class than me. And I don't mean economic class, but you know what I mean. Like there, there are people, you should, this is horrible, but when you go into a room, you can say, okay, what class am I? What class are, do I like fit with? And, you know, like, could you see myself? Could I see myself with this person? Could other people see me with this person? Would it make sense? Like, for example, I have another person. So the, the woman that I was thinking about, uh, like today, cause I was talking to her is about the same age as another woman who recently started at my company. And she, the other woman is not in my class whatsoever. Like she probably is like, oh, this is such a horrible conversation. <laughs> well, I'm being, I'm being, what's, what's the word? I'm being very materialistic and objectifying myself too. So, <laughs> but she's like a 10 out of 10, let's say that person and the person who maybe I'm interested in is seven, like I was. So it's not entirely out of the realm for me to be with this person, but yeah, I kind of lost my train of thought again. Basically, in conclusion, I think I would like to date young women, young, not young women, I mean, that sounds horrible, younger women, like in their 20s, because I think that one, they are more attractive than women my age too they have different um ideas about relationships about their place in life about sex uh three uh, i didn't mention this but i don't want to have any more children and i don't want to be with someone who has children because i think it's not fair that they would have me as a stepfather i think i'm a adequate parent but i don't think i would be a good step parent especially in this situation and then and this is where it gets a little bit unfair as i don't want to have any more children also so i think that's where it's unfair to the people that i might want to date so in conclusion i have not come up with whether it would be a good idea to date anyone or not i do not know younger than me <laughs> or at all okay so the poem of the day is from a guy named yam yefet i will put a link to the to his stuff on uh all poetry 
and this is called Coming It Up. So long I awaited for a king to display this memory that I forgot. Splendid is the planning, carefully installing the stump that sees gathering of bees flying towards the bliss. Thank you, son, for upping us from the abyss. Honestly, I have no idea what that means. But I love the whole, I like the rhyme and the whole lines. The stump that sees gathering of bees flying towards the bliss. Thank you, son, for upping us from the abyss. I just like that. Isn't that fun? <laughs> okay, so you can you can find him uh, there. He's got some links there. And yeah, so please go check out my stuff. I will put a link to the uh, playlist, of course. And yeah, you can check, search on YouTube, Adam Todd Leverton, and you can find the, uh, what can you find? You can find the, my stuff. Oh my God. I had an idea that I'd be more coherent, but anyway, this is why you come because I ramble and you love to ramble with me on a journey. Anyway, bye my mammal and avian friends. I'll talk to you. Maybe not tomorrow. Ooh, when will I talk to you? I'm busy Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Actually, it might be a week before I talk to you, but I will talk to you. Bye.